Hey, hey, gang, coming to you with a new episode on how to create and keep an A team. I'm so excited for you guys to hear and see kind of behind the curtain of how I've been able to create such an incredible burnout to all out team and structure that creates clear expectations, awesome energy, development with the team, and growth in the business. Listen in if you want some tips and tricks on how you can not only create your A-team, but keep your A-team running smoothly as a well-oiled machine. Need some effective tactical advice that actually helps you get results and makes a real difference in your life and business? You've come to the right place. If you're finding yourself here today, it means you're getting ready to gain serious traction in your business, rapidly multiply your income and impact, and you're ready to make it happen while living all out. Guys, I'm Melissa Henault, your trustworthy corporate dropout turned six-figure business burnout turned happy and healthy CEO of a multi-million dollar online business, and you're listening to the Burnout to All Out podcast. On this show, we're serving up innovative growth strategies, simple implementation methods to put them into practice, and action-stimulating inspiration tailored specifically for the modern entrepreneur. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, gang, I'm live with another Burnout to All Out podcast. I'm so excited about this episode because what I'm going to be bringing to you today is how we as a team have created such incredible cohesiveness, how I've been able to build a team that is a well-oiled machine with clear expectations, clear communication, and clear metrics on how we're performing and how we communicate with each other throughout the year. Here's the thing I want to hit on before I get started, because I get asked all the time. Melissa, your team is amazing. You guys collectively are such a phenomenal representation of the brand. You guys are on point. You're so organized. Guys, this comes from the top. This comes from how you're organizing your team and how you are setting expectations with them and keeping a strategic open line of communication throughout the year. So today I'm going to share with you guys some of the things that I do with my team in my business that I hope are impactful for you. First and foremost, I want to hit on this critical topic. And that is that successful business owners don't just check in with their metrics at the end of the year. Okay. The data is out. You guys can Google me on this. Successful People in general and business owners, they operate on a 90-day recurring schedule, okay? So yes, I have end-of-year data. I have end-of-year business goals, right? I think we're 3.2 million, I think is our goal, right? I know that in-game goal, but I also have quarterly check-ins with revenue goals as we go, right? So I know we did a little over 300 in January. I know we did a little over 560 with our last launch. I know the data, I know the numbers, and I know exactly what our first quarter milestone was. And our first quarter milestone was a projected 250,000 in sales. And we've actually done almost a million. So I know because I track the data, 
I know exactly where I am in the first quarter. Now, why you're like, why are you sharing this with me, Melissa? We're supposed to be talking about your team. It comes from the top. I'll say this again. It comes from the top. I'm not only checking in with my business numbers on a 90-day recurring calendar. I am also checking in with my team. See, the number one thing I see with a lot of new entrepreneurs who have a great idea, a great product or service, but zero leadership skills is that they come to market with a phenomenal product or service, but the team that supports them is in shambles. There's lack of clarity. It's like herding cats because their team isn't really clear on expectations of role. Their team isn't really clear on what they're supposed to be delivering on. And worst case, the leader is not checking in, aka the CEO, the founder, right? If you're a small business, you're all things, right? They're not actually checking in with their team on a quarterly basis to talk about where they are in their role description, in their metrics, in their business. And they're not creating a two-way street of conversation consistently. And rather what's happening is their business implodes. Team members leave. Team members feel not heard. Team members feel there's a lack of clarity. Team members aren't celebrated when they're hitting really important goals that support the business, right? And I know that a lot of us get into entrepreneurship because we want to get out of corporate America, right? We want to get out of all the metrics and all the tracking, but I'm here to tell you, even in small business as an entrepreneur, if people work for you, you have to work with them and you have to have a cadence of communication with them so that they can give you feedback You can give them feedback and you can have direct pointed conversations on where they're excelling, where they're doing well, where there's needs for improvement, right? Then there are no surprises. There's no whispering behind backs. There's no staff members just leaving your company and you're not understanding why. Now, the critical factor with this that I see a lot of newer business owners overlook is you have to prioritize it, right? When you're a new business owner, a small business owner, and you're all things, I know how full your calendar is. And it can be really easy to convince yourself that you don't have time for these calls with your team members, that there's so many other things that need to be done in the business. Again, love shove for you. But if that's the case, there's other things that you need to be delegating so that you have time to be the leader you aspire to be in your business and make time to check in with your team. My quarterly check-ins, guys, they're 30 minutes. If you're consistently doing them, they're not that much work. But it begins with a critical, clear expectation of the person you're hiring, a critical, clear expectation of their role, their job description, their weekly activities, and your expectations and their performance. And if that is all written down, when you meet quarterly, you have the foundation and active document to work from, okay? So that is my pre-look or pre-discussion. That was a good chat. Before I talk to you about what my 90-day milestone check-ins look like with my team. So what I do to set myself up for my 90-day sessions, and by the way, I'm all about time blocking. So I literally block out a half to a full day, depending on how many people you have on your team, 
to do these all day long and just, and be done. You're in that, you're in the mode of being manager at this point, right? Even as the CEO of a small business, you are also a manager. You manage people, right? Unless you have an integrator who's doing it all for you, which if you're listening to my podcast, that's probably not you, right? So here's the deal. You want to pull, what I do is I have the active live document of their job description, their role description, and their activities, daily activities. And it's a live editable, is that a word? Editable document where I ask them on a quarterly basis, add anything in a different color that is a new task that they're taking on, a new project that they're taking on. See, those of us in the online space, Sometimes people, we don't see them at all, maybe twice a year. We're not in an office with them and it can get very muddy from a clarity perspective as a CEO, what your team is actually doing. They may be doing things you are not even aware that they're taking action on, right? You may be taking some assumptions about their work ethic or lack thereof of them, you know, keeping up with their job description, but you don't realize how many other things you've piled on them to keep up with because it hasn't been documented, right? So this is a free space for them to add, hey, you asked me to also do this, this, and this, and I'm also, you don't even know it, but I'm managing this, right? So that is a free space for them to add prior to our 90-day check-in. So in the, in the first quarter, they're filling out that form, which means, yes, the document already needs to be an active document when you onboarded them. That is your job, right? And if you don't have them and you're like, Melissa, I am too swamped to go back for all the people who work for me and create these live documents of everything they're, they're doing. Here is a life hack for you, my fellow CEOs. Ask them to do it now. Like hit pause on this podcast right now. Reach out to the people who work for you and say, hey, I am getting really organized in my business so that I can better serve you. What I need from you by the end of this week is a bullet by bullet description of all the activities that you are taking on in the business right now. Life hack, check, done. You don't have to do it. They do. Now you can go back and look at it and decide where you need to fill in the gaps. What do they not include? And you might be surprised at how much you've dumped on these people, not aware also, by the way. So I take that active document that they have also taken time to update prior to our call, any comments they have on additional work that they've done. And what I'm about to share with you, all these questions are actually sent to them a week in advance of their call. And I ask them to be prepared during those 30 minutes to discuss each of these topics, right? This is the open channel you give people who work for you. We get together and this is what we talk about. I let them run the ship. This is where you don't have to be so panicked if you're new at leading people that you have all the answers. I actually ask them to share with me reflectively. The first 15 minutes is a self-reflection on their performance. And then also my feedback that I want to add about their performance. The second half, and this is going to make some of you guys uncomfortable, is a reflection and feedback on you as a leader. So 15 minutes is about them. 15 minutes is about you. This is helps you uncover so many blind spots and creates connection and conversation with your team member who feels like they're heard and they're seen, right? And they're validated, okay? And gives you an open channel to recognize what they're doing well, but also have some corrective feedback early on in the year of what they need to be improving upon and having full agreement 
and transparency around it. Okay. Here's the three questions that are around self-reflection that they have to come prepared to talk with me about. Number one is so simple. You guys are going to be like, oh my God, why am I not doing this? Number one, what do you think you've excelled at thus far in the first quarter? How simple is that? You would be surprised at the phenomenal conversations you're going to have with your team when they get to share with you what they think they've done well, right? And then I let them speak first. And then I follow up with my two cents to add what I believe they've done well. Sometimes it's completely different than what they have seen that they have done well, okay? Number two is what do you think that you could improve upon for the second quarter? Again, for those of you that are new in leadership, you may be getting sweaty palms about having to give feedback to someone about them falling short on their work. Here's the deal. Give them the chance to have the self-reflection to share with you first what they've been missing the mark on. They may or may not be aware. I mean, full disclosure, but you'd be surprised at how many actually are very cognizant. Most are actually more self-critical than you would be about their work. And by the way, they're going to have much more clarity about whether they've been performing or not. If you have clear expectations around what they're supposed to be doing on a monthly basis and the deliverables, if they're completely unaware of their lack of performance, it could be a sign that you're not clear on expectations on what needs to be done. Could or could not, just putting it out there, right? Sometimes you hire a dud and they're just totally non-aware and this is where you have to have the conversation, right? And it may not be a dud. It may just be someone who's lacks the awareness, lack of clear communication when they were first onboarded an expectation, right? Okay, so what could you improve upon? Let them answer first. When they're done, it is your turn to then bring forward. What I love about this is you're starting the conversation with something positive. You're starting with what they've done well, and then you're sharing with them what they've done well. So we've got them feeling accomplished before we dive into some critical feedback and we let them start the critical feedback conversation, which makes it much easier as a leader to fold in afterwards and share your two cents. Now, the third question is really important. And that is, what do you need more support on? And this may be a part of their obstacle or barrier to meeting goals, why they're falling short. What did they need more support on? And a follow-up, I'll throw in a fourth question for you guys that I love asking my team, is are there areas in the business or personally and professionally that you would like to grow and try and flex that skill set in our business? Guys, We are a small, nimble business. We are under a $5 million a year business. We are not a huge business. We need team members who are adaptable, who are willing to grow, who are learning skill sets. The more skill sets someone can learn on your team, the more valuable they become. So if they're hungry and they see a gap and they're like, hey, I would really love to learn more about funnels. I want to take this course and I'd love to bring it back to the team. You may want to consider investing in that if they're the right person. The large majority of people on my team actually get a stipend to go towards their education and they get to invest in certain programs that are helping them sharpen their tool belt, their tools, but bring value to the community, to the team. 
but I'm doing it in an aligned energetic way. That is something they've already requested that they would like to learn more about, right? So this is a great conversation that you should have ongoing. And I have full transparency with my team that, hey, sometimes I can fulfill your request. Sometimes I can't. So when they say, you know, there's a certain task they're not crazy about and they'd love support on it by like delegating it to someone else, I may or may not be able to do that, right? But I do think it's important to have that conversation. If they're a particular task they're doing that just sucks the life out of them, is there someone that you could delegate it to? You may or may not. And I have this conversation with my team all the time. You know, sometimes there's parts of our job that we just have to do as team players and it's not our favorite. However, Continue to give me the feedback on what you're not crazy about. And I may be able to realign it to someone else who loves it, right? Like I've got people on my team who love spreadsheets, love staying behind the computer, love data, don't necessarily want to be, you know, customer facing. I have people on my team who love being customer facing and hate spreadsheets, right? And so it's like, have those conversations and keep them filed in the back of your head because as your business grows, you may be able to tap on the shoulder of the right person and say, hey, I've got this new project based off of what we talked about last quarter. It might be perfect for you. Now, you may need to up their hours, change their retainer because they're taking on more responsibility and or it can be an incentive for them, right? If you get through this training, you get the certification and you can bring this value back to our team, I will raise your salary or your hourly rate, okay? So it gives them something to strive for. So I hope that's helpful. The first half of the quarterly discussions that I have. Now, the second half might make you wiggle a little bit, right? This is where you're going to give them the opportunity to give you feedback on what maybe you need to do better as a leader or to serve them or remove barriers, right? I call it the start, stop, continue exercise. You know, what can I start doing that I'm not doing right now to better serve you? What can I stop doing that maybe is bugging the shit out of you or is really not helping the situation, right? What can I stop doing? Is there anything I'm doing that's just driving you nuts? I can't promise that I'm going to stop doing it, but give me the feedback. And what can I, what can I stop? What can I start? And what can I continue doing? What am I doing well that you want me to continue doing? It is so important to give people this clear runway. Like I got feedback from one of my teammates During our quarterly reviews last week, there was a lack of confusion on a couple of things around responsibility for some of the finance of the business because we've made some huge changes and have brought in a finance department, right? And so this person was like, hey, I work best if I'm really clear on exactly what you want me to do and I'm not really clear here. Here's the golden nugget. She would have not had the chance to have that conversation with me had I not opened the line of communication. She probably would have stayed stuck, confused, and feeling like she's missing the target on some of her role because she's not quite clear on what she's supposed to be doing. And it was probably really exhausting and confusing for her trying to navigate it on her own, right? I hope this was helpful for you guys. I hope that you can take some notes on this, take it to your teams. I would love to know share in the DMs, reach out to me, let me know if this was helpful. And if you're going to begin implementing 90 day milestone check-ins with your team and not just your business. Cause I know if you're living all out, 
you already are focused on 90 day milestones in your business, right? All right, let me know. I hope you guys have a great day. Thanks guys so much for listening in on today's podcast episode. I can't wait for you to see my upcoming guest in the next episode. You are going to love this keynote speaker. Hey, here's the deal. If you liked this, please subscribe and leave a review. And you want the latest online business growth strategies and exclusive LinkedIn pro tips sent straight to your phone? Text the word updates to 1-833-310-7171. Again, text the word updates to 1-833-310-7171. Can't wait to see you guys. Come find me over on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, wherever you like to hang. I cannot wait to hear how you are enjoying and applying what you're learning. You guys reach out to me over on social because I love hearing what's resonating with you. When you reach out to me and you send me those personal DMs, they really do impact the content I continue to bring forward to you. So again, come find me, Melissa underscore Hinault over on Instagram, Melissa Hinault over on LinkedIn and Facebook. Can't wait to see you guys over there.